Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to reintroduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers, as we start a new series of bi-weekly podcasts focused specifically on how we cope and develop ourselves under COVID. And to kick the series off, today, Caroline's going to talk to us about enjoying time for ourselves. Thanks as ever, Darren. The term rat race is well understood and evokes images of rats not only racing around, but going perhaps in circles on wheels or treadmills and never getting anywhere. There's also the sense of something a bit sinister, given we have in English the phrases, I smell a rat and ratting on someone. Rats are not perhaps our favourite animal. The corporate world thus has this image of a place where people are running around in a meaningless manner and we're all very stressed. And whilst in the past we might have associated this image with an office environment, we're still experiencing the same sorts of stresses, if not worse, in a working from home environment caused by COVID-19, which is quite a different experience from when it's a choice, of course. Awareness of mental and physical health issues exacerbated by our work and lifestyle an awareness which has increased due to COVID-19, has meant that we have access to all kinds of self-help tools, including mindfulness apps, books, and indeed podcasts. Now, it's not only younger people who aren't willing to put up with work demands which are unreasonable and which might affect their health, which was a trend we had been seeing, but it's become more and more acceptable for everyone to talk about the need to get away from the rat race or indeed the home desk to which we've chained ourselves or somehow become chained to. We acknowledge that we all need balance and this seems a reasonable goal for most of us. Covid has perhaps even removed some of the taboo around our mental health and it's given us a chance to think about what has meaning in our lives. So it does have a positive side that has grown out of a large negative. And in terms of rat race, it's not only working time which has its stresses. It's not like we stop working and have no responsibilities and are free to just please ourselves, even ignoring the fact that some of our freedoms have been taken away for the moment. One challenge is to stop working, where the divide between home and job context is sometimes indistinguishable. But then there's how we manage the outside of work bit. Pre-COVID and during, whether it's children, an ageing parent, other commitments we've made to help others, hobbies and interests that have somehow morphed into pressures we feel we can't cope with and where we feel guilt because we might be letting people down, we all have things that give us stress and anxiety outside of work. Then there's technology as an overlay, potentially, that can be a huge benefit to us coping through the crisis and remaining connected and even growing our connections. However, it also has its downsides. We talk about Zoom fatigue and at times can hardly face that social or extended family call, which means we're online yet again in a day filled with such calls for work. Our problem is not simply that our home has become our office and the lines are blurred there, but also our way of communicating, the technology, is not only the same during the whole of the working day, but often in our social life as well. We have unexpected stressful moments too, from bereavements to illness, to train strikes in the old days, to sudden lockdowns in the new. So today I'd like to touch on a few ways of helping ourselves to ensure we have a little less stress in our lives by ensuring we make the time for us. Even in times of lockdown where the challenges are perhaps greater. And for those of you who are carers in one form or another, remember... 
If you don't take time for and care of yourself, you won't be as good a father, daughter, etc. As they say, you can't serve from an empty cup. So being what you might initially regard as selfish is more along the lines of being selfless. So, do ensure you have sufficient downtime in your life. Previously, I might have advised you to make sure you book or at least plan in your holidays at the outset of the year and try to ensure they're spread out, somewhat at least, rather than waiting for your first break in August. I'm constantly amazed in normal times by the number of people who leave this until the last minute and invariably end up with loads of carryover holiday at the end of the year. It's just not helpful for the body and mind to keep pushing yourself without any break. It's unsustainable. And it's even more of an issue under COVID-19, as people have been saving their leave to use for something special in the future, but then that's not been possible. And we find it difficult to see the value in a staycation, as the idea is to get away, isn't it? But we must plan in those times, spaced across the year, in a way whereby we are regularly able to recharge our batteries. The other thing it does for us is give us certainty if we plan for something that we know can or will happen. And we humans feel reinforced if we have some certainty in a period of constant change and flux, as we've been experiencing. And there's no getting away from the fact that we need to be creative to, in effect, replace that long weekend in the mountains or that week by the beach. And it probably won't be entirely possible, but we certainly need to ensure we're taking a break from work and creating some form of change of scenery. It may mean we have to face that spring clean we were avoiding, or decorate the bedroom, or it could mean we treat ourselves to a home spa experience, a cooking course. There's so much on the internet, we can even build it ourselves or together with friends and family. Or there might be the possibility of some long walks, exploring local places we've never been, etc. If we're intentional about using the time we have away from work, our minds and bodies will thank us for it. It's also healthy during the working week to plan some activities in the evenings, making time for friends, learning something new. Two of our resilience builders we've talked about in the past series and will return to here. And resist the temptation when you do drag yourself away from your computer screen to become a couch potato. The couch potato lifestyle tends not to work if it becomes a regular habit. But occasionally it can be a good thing and you can see it as simply spoiling yourself a bit. Make it your New Year's resolution to give up guilt. Think about yourself a little more, but just ensure you get a balance and avoid any extremes. I think I can feel some me time coming on, Caroline. You've inspired me. We'll be back in two weeks' time to talk a little more on this topic, so please try and schedule to join us for that. Until then, from Caroline and from me, goodbye and thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>